0: I suppose that um, when you get to a certain age, you think, oh my God, I'm uh, never going to learn a new thing. And uh, for a couple of years I've been writing, um, in fact, I say a couple of years, all my life I've been writing stuff. And uh, at one point I was hiding it in drawers and stuff and keeping uh, away from my parents when I was a lot younger. And what actually happened to me was that, I'd say, say if you look at my blog, Uh, or who I am on my blog then uh, uh, I'm from Glasgow, I'm a male I'm expected to either be a Ranger supporter or a Celtic supporter or work in a shipyard or work somewhere industrially and uh, here it turns out that I've actually got um, I was actually born with Cerebral Palsy and uh, so as you can imagine uh, Uh, being born with cerebral palsy in 1961, which dates me quite a bit, is that um, I actually uh, didn't have any of those options, which wasn't really true, wasn't really true. I was sent to do a few bits of industrial stuff for a few weeks before they realised I was going to kill somebody. And uh, luckily, somebody who in the employment services took a shame to me and uh, got me an application for uh, working in the Southern General Hospital now called the Busy Lizzie in Glasgow. And uh, I, I went from there to the civil service. And as I say, in my youth, I used to write poetry. I was quite a, I was quite a solitary child at very very uh, yeah, early age. Because of the cerebral palsy, I walked with a walking I didn't walk with a walking stick at that time. But I eventually walked with a walking stick. And uh, in those times, people weren't as inclusive. Uh, when I was young and and um, uh, to be honest with you they would beat me up in the street if they caught me and uh, eventually I had to learn to quietly beat them up in the street <laughs> ah the things you learn in Glasgow um, do you know what well I had to fight for my position if you like but I used to write poetry and uh, hide it from parents because they would see it and when well, I did see it eventually go Who can get a job being a poet? How the hell are you going to ever get a job? Put that stuff away. What's this about? And then they would whisper uh, to each other, we think he might be gay. We think he's a bit, or they didn't say gay at the time, they would say, we think he's sensitive. And uh, (laughs) and that's how I began hiding my poetry because my parents thought I was uh, sensitive. And I eventually got a job in the civil service and the guy I worked beside um, another writer, it turned out to be, was a guy called Jim Ferguson, who's now called Dr. Jim Ferguson, who's a great writer. I think anybody who wants to discover Scottish and Glasgow writing should seek out Dr. Jim Ferguson, because he's absolutely brilliant as a writer and brilliant as a performer. And uh, And it was him. He, he approached me one day and said, you know, uh, um, I bet you do you know I reading, because he'd seen me at my desk scribbling stuff and hiding it. Again, hiding it in a drawer, and I said I confessed. He dragged me at the wardrobe, if you like, all out the closet, and I confessed to being a bit of a writer. And his next step was to actually get me to um, to uh, uh, perform. I actually read my stuff out, and I have to say, I was terrified. I was actually terrified. And we went to a pub that um, used to do a thing, there was a thing going in Glasgow at the time in the 80s, called the late 80s, called the Free University. And uh, they used to organise these alternative spaces where people who wrote stuff and didn't traditionally come through the process of uh, um, being a known writer or be guy have come through the education of the university, um, uh, education system. And uh, you just basically got up and it was a bit like a, <laughs> The way I would describe it, it was a bit like WWF wrestling with uh, with um, poetry, and you got them to do your stuff. And if the crowd liked you, you were okay. But if the crowd didn't like you, it turned rather running... <laughs> n it turned. It was just um, it turned rather nasty. And uh, but a bit like um, uh, I don't know beat Poe at night. So it was all a bit mad. There was, there was I'm sure there was drugs. There was lots of drink. There was lots of drunken guys shouting at you, calling your names and I think part of that was to test you, to test your mettle as well and uh, the pub was called Cleopatra's and it was in Glasgow on the Great Western Road in that side of the city and uh, it was actually called Clatty Pat's for other reasons that I'll discuss at a later wee podcast um, and that's where I started off and then by luck I um, started, I moved on to uh, just by sheer chance I'd been writing stuff and, and getting published a wee bit here and there and, and and went to do some stand-up and it was not bad I, I had a bash uh, wasn't it wasn't too bad didn't it didn't it suffer too much um, but I would say that um, my life was dragged in different decorations uh, at that time because of uh, work or 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 various personal issues that you never got down to getting to being serious because actually when you're Starting off um, writing, it's quite a solitary, uh, a solitary situation. And um, over the years, although I'd started off as a solitary child, I became quite social and quite quite a group of friends. And uh, the part, the struggle was always that um, to mediate between your pals and going out and discovering the world. You know, uh, and, and sitting down and finding the time to write. And uh, you have to sit down and find the time to write. You have to use... I remember Jim Ferguson, or Dr. Jim Ferguson, who he he is now, uh, saying to me, you know, Jim, you have to use a muscle. You know, I think we're in a pub somewhere in Paisley, and uh, we're chatting away, and it was about, you've got to use it, you know, you've got to make it work. Yes, it's difficult. Yes, it's all these things. Yes, it drives you mad. Yes, um, uh, it's no great the first time round. But if you get, if you're lucky on it and you develop, um, everybody can develop. And I am not the rough spots. And uh, I suppose my first blog um, or first attempt at a webpage and this little podcast is to try and begin the process of understanding how I'm trying to rock higher the out of spots. Maybe uh, of not only poetry and prose, but actually uh, how to use WordPress. I've signed up for a WordPress, I've got a web page, but I'm actually stabbing in the dark about adding things and adding media and adding images. And to that end, I've bought a book, because books are always important, whether they be digital or whether they be Kindle or whether they be made of paper, the old style, and I've actually bought a book on how to learn WordPress in an hour, (laughs) it's taken me more than an hour to actually uh, get through the first stages of domain, even though I've got a domain and I've got various things going, because WordPress have a step-by-step process when you first sign up, it's just the kind of design of the webpage, and I'm putting things on, and things I'm tinkering with, trying to put for example, trying to put this podcast on and uh, hopefully um, I'll be successful and maybe if I am successful then you'll hear more from me but as I say, if you happen to stumble across this podcast and and it's uh, on my webpage, I've successfully uploaded it and fixed it to my webpage, then um, hang in there because there'll be better podcasts than this, this is my first feeble attempt to try and uh, play with this technology and uh, all I can say if I gave this podcast a title it would be trying to teach an old dog some new tricks.